I'm Corey Gelbignow, and you're listening to The Bruno Brief from the Brown Daily Herald and WBRU. Each week, we take you inside one of the Brown Daily Herald's top stories. While many students found themselves back on College Hill in the fall, others decided to avoid an unusual pandemic semester by taking a leave of absence. Some found themselves thousands of miles away from Providence, exploring new and old interests. This week, we hear from a few of those students. We are joined by Kashif Ansari, a contributing writer who covered this story. Kashif, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. So, in reporting this story, did you get a sense of why so many people are taking leaves of absence this year? Yeah, a lot of people expected that campus life would be a lot different this year from what normal life in Providence would be. And for that reason, they thought that it'd be a better use of their time to preserve the four years of Brown education that they wanted and find other activities that they could be doing in this time off when life wouldn't be normal for anyone. As the summer went on and more news came out about the pandemic and when things would come back to normal, it became a lot more apparent that Brown would not be the same. And so a lot of them chose sometime between mid or late summer that it would be best for them to just take this leave of absence. So how did you find the experience of reporting this story? Was it difficult to find sources since people who are taking leaves of absence are less connected to Brown? It actually wasn't too difficult. We put posts on each of the class year's Facebook pages asking people who are taking gap years if they would be willing to do an interview with the Herald. And we got responses from quite a few people. Even though some Brown students maybe take the leave off, they still enjoy the small feeling connection that they can have through something like an interview. A lot of the people that I, that I interviewed attended Brown events sometimes through Zoom, or they're still attending Brown clubs. So they're still very much in a way a part of the Brown community, even if they're not necessarily like taking classes. And how did Brown's decisions and timing in announcing their COVID safety plan and their three semester model affect student decisions to take the fall or spring off? For most of the summer, students didn't know how the pandemic would change Brown's plans for the academic year. Many students hadn't been told whether they would be allowed to live on campus in the fall until about mid-September, which was after the semester had actually started. And this kind of just increased the uncertainty um, some of the students have regarding what they'd be doing in the fall and in the 2020-2021 academic year. So that kind of led them to seek out other options for what they could possibly be doing. What are some of the students you spoke to doing on leave? Well, they're across the edges of the globe. The first person that I talked to, her name is Dorit. She's from LA and in the fall, she did an internship with a production company. And then she went on to work in a mango farm in Colombia as a workaway project. Here's Dorit. I had always wanted to go to Brown more than anything. And when that actually became a reality, I had the best freshman year ever and was devastated to have to leave in March. And once I was sent home, realized like how short four years is. As time went on, especially over the summer, it kind of became increasingly obvious to me that if Brown were going to let students back for this year, it was going to be not a normal experience whatsoever. So I figured if I could buy myself some time, that's what I would do. During the fall semester, I had an internship 
at a production company in LA, which was all remote, but it was really a great experience. I got to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time on Zooms with some of the managers who would ask me, well, why are you here? Like, what do you want to do ultimately? And I would say, I want to be a writer. And they were like, okay, so what are you writing? And I think first semester was definitely a wake-up call for me realizing that I have spent so much time telling people that I want to be a writer and so little time actually writing. And that's not to say that like now a semester later I've like written a novel or something, but <laughs> I definitely have tried to like spend more of my time doing that. At the end of first semester, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I worked at a Christmas tree lot in LA, which was like a gimmicky dream job of mine since I was in middle school and I just like randomly applied to this Christmas tree lot and so I was working like 11 hour shift at points it was miserable but like it was so fun and I met like the craziest group of people and I, that's something like I never would have done otherwise. At the January I came to Colombia with my friend Ariana and we've been here for two weeks doing a workaway program Work away was something that was absolutely not on my radar before this gap year, but it's basically like a database online where you can search any country and find people on like farms or they own bed and breakfasts and they're looking for like volunteers to come and work for them in exchange for free room and board. So we found this mango farm two hours outside of Bogota and we were like, that sounds cool. So <laughs> we're here. I, you know, I've said to so many people this year, being on leave has given me just such an interesting perspective because I've kind of been on this hamster wheel of education since like elementary school, basically, where like it's all I've known and I've never stepped off to like think about what I'm actually learning and what I want to do. And if I didn't love Brown as much as I do, I would be so tempted to like not go back and just like dive into whatever I want to pursue. But thankfully, I do love Brown and that's the whole reason why I'm taking time off. And it was definitely the right decision for me. Um, I think it's definitely been worth it and like given me a lot of experiences and perspectives that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. I um, love the bird sounds in the background. Kashif. Uh, could you tell me about the group of three you spoke to? Sabrina, Jack, and Maggie, who are currently in Sun Valley, Idaho, they decided to take a hike for about a month in Colorado together. And they were just spending the time exploring nature, sightseeing, visiting the national parks and whatnot. And they just had a really nice bonding experience through all of that. I'm Sabrina Schwalek. And my name is Jack DiGiovanni. Initially, I was thinking about Coming back to campus in the fall, I knew I didn't want to do remote. Even in the spring, once they were saying that sophomores could come back to campus and live in hotel housing, I just decided that it wasn't worth it for me to lose out on my college experience. Going into the fall, I had two main things that could be my decision pretty easy. So I'm a student athlete. Looking at the fall and the fact that there wasn't going to be competition, there wasn't really going to be too much training happening. Another factor of like what campus was going to be like with single dorms and not being able to go to the dining hall and not being able to socialize. I don't want to almost waste time. Over the summer, I was interning at the Nature Conservancy and 
luckily I had a fantastic boss who was able to turn my internship into a paid internship for the fall, so I was able to continue working remotely with them on some of their um, conservation work. And then also being able to still be a part of clubs at Brown was really awesome for me. And then I just started working as a personal assistant to the CEO at the Center for Applied Rationality. I've been really fortunate to have Jack and Maggie since, since we all found out that we were taking gap semesters. We were able to plan a month in Colorado where we were able to essentially hike all around Colorado and just explore and do something that we probably wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. So I think it's been a lot of like on the whim things. I think also just recognizing that we've been really, really lucky with all of the opportunities that come up for us to travel or do things together. We know people or we know places where we can do that. And it's not as much of a financial or logistical strain. But I think that in itself is like a huge privilege to like be able to yeah. do that. I've been recognizing, wow, like we're super lucky to just even be able to have this opportunity to do something yeah. that isn't what a lot of other people are doing. Maggie both lived in my freshman dorm and I was like decent friends with both of them but we yeah. didn't hang out a lot and then I hadn't talked to either of them I think for months until I found out they're both on gap semesters but then it kind of presented this really cool opportunity where we all found out even though we weren't even good friends at the moment we just planned out this month of just hiking and seeing a bunch of beautiful places in national parks around Colorado and then like in the process now they're two of my closest friends at Brown time that you don't have at college to be introspective about what you want to do with your life and what you want to study. When you're at Brown, you're so caught up in the day-to-day -day busyness of classes and clubs that you don't really ever have time to actually stop and think, how do I want to contribute to this world? Kashif, tell me about the last student you talked with. Aaron from Prague. He got into a music program for foreign students at the Prague Music Conservatory because he really enjoys playing the cello. He actually was considering to go to a music school instead of Brown after high school. So this was a really nice opportunity for him to experience that. I decided about mid-August, so three weeks or so before the start of Brown. Initially, I, I was going to do Brown online because I didn't want to go to the States. Then I, I found out about this program at the Music Conservatory here for foreign students. And that's when I made the decision to take the, well, yeah, the year off. the COVID restrictions, they've essentially closed down the conservatory, except for foreign students. So the foreign students that are there basically have the building to themselves. Also, because of COVID, there are only about 10 of us, so it's, uh, it's, it's pretty nice. else I did over this uh, year. I worked for about five months in total in an ICU in Munich because I, I, I'm a pre-med student at Brown. It was actually a, a bit overwhelming because it's, it's just as the name implies, it's very intense and high pressure. So I did that in the spring and then in the month of January and I worked there again when there was a spike in cases. In the spring, it was actually quite calm 
because the cases didn't surge as much as they expected. Uh, but then last month, when I was there again, it was definitely more uh, intense and stressful. They were short of staff, and they had way more cases. In terms of the music, this uh, whole year has shown me that being a musician, being a professional musician, is actually even harder. COVID kind of doesn't allow for there to be concerts, which is, you know, the major source of income for musicians. So I guess that's kind of a sad fact, but the experience at the hospital reinforced my interest in medicine. It was the best decision I've made. All right, Kashif, thanks for being here. No problem, happy to come back. In other news, the Ivy League announced Thursday that it will not hold any sport competitions or championships for the spring season due to the pandemic. There may be opportunities for teams to compete with other local colleges and universities later in the season, but no Ivy League teams will compete against each other in the spring. This has been The Bruno Brief. Our show is produced by Livy Burdett, Ben Glickman, and me. The Bruno Brief is an equal partnership between WBRU and the Brown Daily Herald. I'm Corey Gelbick now. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>